0: Welcome to Third and Forty. As semi-homemade Meals is to cooking shows, we are to sports talk. <laughs> I'm here with my co-host Ken uh, Daylor.
1: Hello, listener.
0: And Mary Jo Peel. Hello. On today's episode, we will dive into some errors and omissions from our previous shows. We'll talk about the World Cup, and in our lightning round, how do people get their sports knowledge? And you guys, this is our sixth Episode. This is huge. Yes. Cr- yeah, I know. Since we crank out one per month, this is our half yearly show.
1: This is. I insane. guess so. That's yeah.
0: I mean, my math isn't. I think it's. I think that's right.
1: But is yeah. there an appropriate gift for a six month <laughs> anniversary? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't know. The only things I ever think of as coming in six month increments are uh, I get the Nordstrom half yearly sale, but. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's other stuff that
1: comes every. We should months. have all gotten each other a, a, I, I, a football guess, or something. I, yeah,
2: I hadn't, I hadn't kept track, but yeah. it's, I, I'm thrilled. It's so exciting. Yeah, so exciting.
0: Uh, in honor of our six month mark, I thought we could go over some errors and omissions oh. from our first five episodes. We've made I, mistakes. I yeah. know. Well, I don't know for sure, but I'm okay. gonna at least have some omissions
2: that I will. I appreciate your conscientiousness. Thank yeah. you for yeah. being on top of that.
1: Has has our listener wrote us to tell us about errors or did you discover these been on complaints?
2: your own?
0: complaints? We have not received many complaints, just a handful. Okay. Um, the list I have in front of me is really just from my own recollection. Okay. Excellent. Going okay. back and thinking about our previous five episodes and where we may, may have strayed. Okay. okay. And okay. we can
2: take this offline and we'll talk to Linda in HR, but we might think about getting a, a complaint box that people can write something down oh. and put. it's oh. a good idea. I Although, love that.
1: can we afford that? We may have to include uh, Tammy from Purchasing. Okay. <laughs>
0: Well, we'll we'll take it offline. Yes, that's
1: a good idea. Yeah,
0: our first one's actually an error, and this is back way back from episode two when we discussed the Olympics. It turns out uh, no one country actually wins the Olympics. There's oh. no one like crowned at the end. Um,
2: oh, <laughs> countries may
0: win in certain in medal count. Yeah, but there's no like pedestal where they put the whole country.
2: <laughs> so the only metric is this country got this the most medals versus, oh, okay, well, consider me enwisened. It's kind of lame, though. I mean, after all those events, you get medals for all the individual events, but not for the whole
0: country that did the best.
1: Well, and then I'm guessing there's dispute because there's different ways to measure. So some country will be like, we won the most medals total, and another country will be like, but we won the most gold medals.
2: Yeah. Right, so So how how, do you quantify How do we know which country is the best? We'd have
0: to give points for gold. Silver, whatever.
2: And it is kind of weird because on a micro level, that is exactly what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Each event is saying which country is superior, I think. Yeah. But that's from my mutated point of view because I Dumb. <laughs> well,
1: they are dumb. Do do the Olympics have a comment line where we could <laughs> give them our suggestion? <laughs> Tweet at the IOC. Yes. That would make me so happy That's if a they great did. Idea. Though. Yeah, I'm sure they're following <laughs> our, please, our show. Please leave so. your
2: message at the beep. <laughs> uh,
0: for a moment, I just uh, I was thinking about gold, silver, and I couldn't remember the third medal. How copper. pathetic is that? And for copper. a second, I was like pewter. <laughs> bronze. <laughs> but it's bronze. Bronze. Thank you. Yep. Sorry. Our second on my arbitrary list is uh, the NWHL. I wanted to add a little bit more information around the National Women's Hockey League. Yes. Because we discussed that a couple of episodes yeah. mm-hmm. ago. So I just uh, totally cribbed this from Wikipedia, but the NWHL is an American Women's Professional Ice Hockey League established in 2015, um, but it's grown to five teams. The Boston Pride, the Buffalo Buttes. <laughs> the, <laughs> Connecticut the
2: Buffalo what? Buttes. Buttes? Like Buttes.
0: B-E-A-U-T?
1: Indeed. Wow. Yeah.
2: That seems antithetical to... Okay, I'll let you finish. Is anybody
1: in hockey a butte? Ken. Is that offensive? Yes. Okay.
2: Uh, The Connecticut Whale, the Metropolitan Riveters, and the Minnesota Whitecaps. The Metropolitan Riveters. Where are they out of? Don't know. Okay. So five teams. That seems like a very
1: short season.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you got to start somewhere.
1: What was the event that brought this uh, onto our radar? Was it the Minnesota team?
0: Yeah, we were talking about the Stanley Cup, well, for like those two minutes that we actually talked uh-huh, about the Stanley uh-huh. Cup, um, and we talked about the white caps had just been announced in Minnesota oh, okay. that week okay. that we were recording.
1: Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, I love how. how probably, I'm assuming like 40% of the teams make it into the championship <laughs>
2: game. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, yes. I feel really good this year. Wow. I feel like we have a shot at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are the brackets like?
1: Especially yeah.
0: if there's only wow. five teams. <laughs> yeah. Next year, we are going to have a bracket Yes. with our listener.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah,
0: we're going to open me this super up. super happy. Uh, maybe we'll
2: do like a fantasy league. Oh, this is going to be amazing. Because then I could learn how fantasy teams work and how brackets work. Same, same. Yeah. Let's do I have it. I no idea. Yeah. Start small with yeah. the, W-N-A- N- it's the W, N, w- A.
0: The W is after the N, which trips me up every time. Yeah. Oh, it's N-W-H-L. It's the first women's professional hockey team, or hockey league, to pl- pay its players. Oh,
1: wow. Okay.
2: <laughs> I didn't even know others existed paid or not paid. Apparently,
0: there was one before that, and they were not paid. Okay. So that's happy, sad news.
2: It um,
0: seems typical for
2: women's work, but... Yeah.
0: While we're on the topic of hockey, first of all, there were 16 teams that played in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I think, okay. I think I said there
2: were four or six. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> um, turns out, 16 um, and we have a winner, you guys. We oh, have a winner to one. announce.
1: You guys, breaking news. You
0: ready? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we interrupt this Wait, oh now gosh. we're mixing metaphors. We yeah, their just throw in a whole bunch of sounds.
0: Um, the Washington Capitals.
1: Wow. Well, good Congra- for them. Congrats. Congratulations. Congratulations.
2: they all did a good yes. job. Yep. Good for them. So yeah. the
1: Stanley Cup is made up of teams from the NMHL. Yes. Okay. Yes, if you're gonna right. put
2: the M in the proper yep. place. Yep. The N M H L. Okay, congratulations. Not at all hard to say. So I'm Washington curious about Capitals. this ratio too, because it's sixteen teams. Mm. I don't know how many are in the league, but that seems like a good proportion of teams at least got to try yeah. in the NMHL. and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sure does. I mean, I yeah. don't know
0: how many teams there are in the M N H L in the first place.
1: Yeah. yeah. I
0: said it wrong again. Yeah, you did. Uh um, But congratulations, Capitals. And if our listener could tweet out that news to everyone, that would be... (laughs) (laughs) Spread the word.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know? I bet a
1: lot of people have been waiting, you know? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, we need this to, like, trend on Twitter and Facebook. People need to know this information. Mm -hmm.
0: Next on my list, the Marv Albert story. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Which it turns
0: out was not about ears at all. I don't really want to get into the details, but... If you listen to the last episode, I confused Marv Albert with Herb <laughs> Alpert, um, and I then said a number of erroneous things about Marv Albert. <laughs> so just to set the record straight, Marv became embroiled in a sex scandal in 1997. He was accused of biting a woman, among other things, and then NBC fired him shortly before the 97-98 NBA season began. Um, But then, of course, he was rehired three years later.
2: Mm, mm -hmm. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yes, when I saw your um, agenda for today's show, I remembered a tiny bit about the Marv Marv Albert Albert, Albert (laughs) story. (laughs) And this is what caught my eye, is that there was a second incident, and he denied it. And then it turns out his teeth, matched the teeth mark. So that that's oh, a forensic my. process. Wow. Which just then I had to shut Wikipedia because I couldn't that's too upsetting. Yes. Wow. Sorry to interrupt. No, but... that's like ripped from the headlines uh, <laughs> stuff on Law and Order. Put your teeth on this Yeah. Yes. If 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 the teeth fit you must wait no. <laughs> if the teeth don't fit, you must <laughs> acquit. get your job back. Totally.
1: <laughs> Did uh, you do yeah. any research on Herb Albert? I did not. Okay. I just
0: decided to leave poor Herb alone.
2: <laughs> After Having whole, dragged his
0: name. Yeah. Right <laughs> his name and then yeah. the ear and oh, yep. what a mess. Last on my list, it turns out that the Kentucky Derby is always held at Churchill Downs.
1: Oh, okay. So it,
0: it doesn't move. <laughs> and
1: I'm assuming Churchill Downs is in Kentucky?
0: Let's just say yes. Okay. I mean, it's got to be, right? It must Hence. be.
2: Kentucky Derby, yeah, it must be okay. right. I mean... well, so, is that the only event held at at Churchill Downs? Mm. Because I start thinking about, well, what if they have to do renovations and they have <laughs> to move it to, you know, yeah. hey everybody, the Kentucky Derby is at yep. the mall this yep. year, or wh- however they manage the logistics yep. of that. Would that. Be awesome. If they had it like the Mall of America or the parking yeah. yeah, that actually would work. That place is it is huge, so gigantic.
1: In a in a story that we broke on our our brand new <laughs> Facebook page recently, we learned that Massachusetts cannot be a substitute this year for the Kentucky Derby. Or That's next, right. They forgot year. to
2: authorize horse racing in the state of Massachusetts. They're so this is the intersection of politics and sports. Now will they go back, and do they have to do that the next session? Does and it need
1: to be authorized yearly?
2: Or? I that's I don't know. I don't know. They might have to call a special session.
1: Mm, I don't know. Somebody from idea.
0: Massachusetts, please let us know. Yes, they forgot to. to and know. what a reason to call a special session! I'm sure yeah, there's it, nothing precisely. else wrong in Massachusetts. No, no. Pre- precisely. Thank and, you. <sighs> okay, guys. For our next segment, I would like to get into a recent major sporting event, and that's the World Cup.
1: World Cup.
0: Yes. yes, our listener has been clamoring for an episode about this. And, okay, <laughs> um, and we're here to deliver. I don't know if you guys watched any of the matches or no. participated in any brackets.
2: I okay. try to avoid all research to stay true to my mission on this mm-hmm. podcast. So I do not. I do not voluntarily explore. Anything. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah. I do. It's also... can,
1: I follow the same policy, and nobody invited me to their house to watch because that would be the only case in which I might. It's, you yeah. know, if there was a party then I went to. But yeah. in no... these past weeks, I was nobody wondering what me. sports
2: party did Ken go to? None. Okay. Nobody's invited me. This yeah. is okay. terrible. Listener, yeah. fix that. <laughs> so I'm a tabla rasa for this, this, uh-huh. this topic.
0: Well, I happen to live in a soccer crazy household. So I. Attended a few games at some local bars and watched a few games over people's shoulder at Mm -hmm. home. And Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of soccer in my house over that month. And it got pretty tedious. Ben was like... a month? Yeah. It was a month. Wow. And there were daily email updates from my spouse to everyone in our... (laughs)
2: In our whatever call, like our pool or draft. Wait, did you sign up for this email list or did he just oh, lovingly I, include you? He <laughs> lovingly included me because we
0: participated in a whatever, you, I don't know what you call it a draft, a pool, some kind of betting thing. Okay. Where we each picked four teams. Okay. Okay. Um, and so I had to be subjected to this daily.
2: And it's a little bit frustrating because it just went on and on and on. So, okay. So when you say you went to watch a game, so it's televised, yep. but it's in it's in other countries, right? So you yes. have to account for the time difference. Mm-hmm. So were you? I I'm just painting the picture in my head. Were you at, like, I don't know, the bar really late to get? I don't know what time they have soccer games.
0: Uh, so the earliest in other games, countries, mm-hmm. sure. The mm-hmm. earliest games would start here at seven a.m. So on Father's Day, I was in a bar at nine a.m. watching soccer. Well.
2: There's nothing wrong with being in a bar at 9 a.m.
0: No, it's not like the first time, but, um, (laughs) but, you know, not normally just to watch a sport.
2: Right. right. And Um, was
0: it crowded? Oh, yeah. It was packed. Because there is fever around. Oh, there is World Cup fever. Like, I I really wasn't aware of how feverish people get over soccer. Um, But, yeah, there's a lot of – I've learned a lot about the the whole FIFA thing (laughs)
2: because of this whole experience. FIFA Federation International Football Association let's go with that okay yeah. Fi- FIFA.
0: I don't know I don't know I was calling it FIFA for a while and then Ben would shoot me really nasty looks but <laughs> um, but I understand that there are only 32 teams in the cup but there are over 200 teams around the world that that compete to get into the cup okay okay um, and that made me want oh and then I was I was looking a little doing a little bit of research on viewership because i couldn't get over how feverish people were about this and i learned that the world cup has three and a half billion viewers around the world did you wow. say billion, billion with a, with b? a b
2: wow
1: yeah. so is when we say the world cup are we talking about the entire like series of games or is the world cup like the final game
0: no the finals called the final the world cup is all the games with the 32 okay. teams. So
1: it's like March Madness, where it's referring to like a series.
2: Yeah. Okay. okay. So the non-32 teams, the ones that have been sloughed off, right? That when that starts, that's the World Cup.
0: Well, they're uh,
2: qualifying to get into the qual- World Cup. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like qualifying, starting that process toward right. the world cup they're auditioning cup. and okay and how many teams did you say there were something in the world something like 205 something like that because i was i was wondering about it being called the world cup and it's self-evident i suppose because it is all these it's so much more popular than football or baseball so i was just sort of musing on that idea that yeah. all these countries can participate as opposed to, I mean, it feels like the Super Bowl, they act like is universal, and it's not. Mm -hmm. But soccer is. Soccer truly is. Not only
0: that, there's this element where a player can play for any country in which he or she has citizenship. So if you have dual citizenship, you could be recruited by either country that you hold citizenship in, um mm-hmm. and that kind of lends it an extra international element. Interesting, right? So this brings me to my controversial question. Ooh. Go. Do we need two different world events? And what I'm saying is, do we need the Olympics?
1: I was just gonna say, what is the other world event?
2: The Olympics world has War II. Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we need that. I mean, be, events, be upfront with that. I don't think we need World War II. No.
0: let's get rid of it (laughs) the olympics has two billion viewers compared to three and a half this is clearly much more popular this clearly has an international presence you don't have to build all new facilities to house it i mean okay well and even if you
1: did it's one sport rather than building facilities for like 40 sports
0: right right and this engenders the same kind of like you know i don't want to say nationalism because that word is pretty loaded but um
2: and to me, it's it's soccer just feels more democratic. It feels like um, the Olympics, if you get to participate in the Olympics, it feels like it rests a lot on money and time to train. Sure. And who invests in you. And if you have the initial investment to get yourself to that level, where I feel like soccer is much more democratic. All these countries have have it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. And, you know, you need a net and a field and I don't know. So I'm going to say I'm going to offer a no. We don't need both. So Mary Jo, you brought up an interesting point about the cost
0: of playing soccer and becoming kind of an elite athlete. And that might be true in other countries that it's, you know, there's a low cost of entry. But I think in the U.S. it's probably really, 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 hard to be an elite soccer player and really costly so I would be curious to research that Ken
1: I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about this but Mary Jo makes a pretty compelling argument I mean I'm not watching either so I guess neither one hurts me too much (laughs) but the only thing I can think of is that we're kicking a lot of people out of competing if we get rid of the olympics but they'll they'll go others.
2: but couldn't they figure out something else like why is that our responsibility to, yeah right to yeah. figure out what they get to right compete in or do right. do for their hobby and don't right. send in letters because i referred to it as a hobby <laughs> but but if shot put is all you do, maybe you should.
1: <laughs> yeah. Find maybe something Maybe else. you should put that shot
2: somewhere else. <laughs> maybe oh, that's now not... we're getting letters. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that's not on us that all you do
1: is yes. shot put. Yeah.
2: No, and I am all for people pursuing their dreams. Yep. But don't lay it at my doorstep.
1: Yeah. Either. Well, yep. and
2: all these sports
0: have like
2: national versions.
1: Right. 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 So it's not like there's no opportunities to compete.
0: Right. I mean, I don't know. I can't, other than the ones in movies, like, I'm going to nationals. I can't name any sports other than figure skating that <laughs> yeah. actually have a nationals. But I'm sure <laughs> they do. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure there's, there's a version a, of that. Yes, I'm sure there's course. a shot
1: put nationals. Right. Yeah.
0: Right? So, like, right. why do we need to build these crazy international
2: events? I think that's what, what bothers me is the the money spent on Olympic stadiums mm-hmm. that are used once in a country's history and then people are starving and I don't have a place to live. I know that that's a really basic, you know, oversimplification of dot connecting. But I still think there is a relationship there. You know, it's the whole stadium in Minneapolis or the Twin Cities thing. Right. We always have the money for that. We can always get bonding for that. Right.
1: Well, and every I mean, every time the Olympics comes to a city, it's not even building a stadium. It's like Building a village of stadia that yeah. are basically right used for
2: right ten three days. weeks, ten yeah. days.
1: I don't know how long the Olympics right. are. And That's I true. I feel like even if even if we got rid of the Olympics and every sport still had its own kind of like world event, it still probably wouldn't have like the environmental impact that the Olympics have because wow. we'd right. we'd look at you know the the shot put people. I don't know why <laughs> why we keep using the shot put. For the the
2: purposes of this argument. The
1: shot put community (laughs) would use the shot put stadia that are already there or like just to improve improve the existing shot put stadia. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. This might be a good thing.
2: Okay. I'm all over the map here, but I don't know if you saw the controversy about France, I think, advanced very much. They won. Oh, they do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So, yeah. You, I guess that's one way hey, of
2: putting you. it. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you for that clarification. Breaking news. Yes. news. France advanced yes. very much. Yes. Hence, the Wait, co-
1: in the World Cup, is that <laughs> yes? Okay. In
2: the, uh, thank you. That that explains the controversy. <laughs> and I guess the uh, King of France, the uh, Prime Minister, referred to the team as. France's team. I am sorry. I have such a terrible memory, and I don't get sports anyway. Yeah. And it was a team comprised largely of African immigrants. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of controversy about what constitutes uh, citizenship or um, a nationality, which I delved more into that. I was really interested in that piece of it. Yeah. It's Hmm. an interesting question.
0: I mean, they hold French citizenship. I I
2: don't even understand why it's a controversy.
1: Right. Once you hold citizenship, aren't you?
2: Yes. And can't they be both? As much of a citizen as anyone else. As much French as you are Yeah, don't you get to identify? I came from this country and now I hold this, uh, you know. Right. The idea of not being able to hold a dual idea like that, that it's not one or the other, I I just thought that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. It is.
1: I did not know who won, though, so thank you for the breaking news. Hey, Ken. France won they very much advanced <laughs> <laughs> they moved forward <laughs> I, I remember my only interaction with the World Cup this year was seeing social media posts where people would just like name a country with an exclamation point yes and I was yes. like oh my god what just happened yes. like I remember earthquake Canada exclamation point and I I wanted to google it and be like oh my god something huge just happened and I just haven't seen it yet
2: that's so funny because yeah. I just assumed, yes, I had that reaction too. And then then as time went on and I saw that, I realized, I just sort of glossed over it because I realized it was World Cup. Like, yeah. oh, I got desensitized to yep. it. Yeah. Yep,
1: That makes me think this is a total tangent. But because I'm much more into politics than I am into sports, there was a period of time years ago where people were off, often writing on social media about someone named Rubio, who I think maybe played for the... Timberwolves or is at least a basketball player or was a basketball player and I'd always be like why are these random people tweeting about Senator Marco Rubio yeah
2: I could see you thinking Um, that but
1: that's basically the same thing that happened with the World Cup
2: well may I tangent on your yes please do years I hadn't seen Marco Rubio's name in print so I thought it was Marco Rubio And I thought, oh, what an interesting yeah. Irish-Italian.
0: Because <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a reader. Like, I have to yep. see it. And... Well, it's like my main governorship, right? I was going to run under the name Paula Page to confuse yep. people who are voting for Paul LePage. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> One interesting factoid I wanted to throw out to you both. Uh, the most watched soccer match in U.S. history. Does either of you want to guess what that is?
2: Uh, I can't because I... Vague, I don't know. Portugal versus the Vatican. I don't know. Yeah, that's a really good guess. <laughs> because I don't know my was,
1: teams. Was the U.S. in the game? Yes. Okay.
0: So this was the 2015 Women's FIFA World Cup.
1: <gasps> oh, wait. So there's two World Cups. Yeah.
0: There's oh, the men's God. and the women's. The I, women's is next year in France. Okay. That was unknown by me. Yeah. But the I most watched soccer match on like in U.S. broadcast history. Huh. It was the women's match.
2: Oh my gosh, I'm so did we moved? moved by that. Uh, I think we Find won. Find
1: out on our next episode. <laughs> <isn't there? laughs>
2: Stay tuned. <laughs> I think we
0: won. I don't know. But we had twenty six point seven million viewers. Uh, the huh. women's team won two million dollars. For comparison's sake, the men's team wins thirty five million.
2: Sounds like the going ratio these yeah, days. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know either of those. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to I'm happy to educate you both. Thank you. For our
0: lightning round today, I would love to ask my co-hosts a question. How do you think people get their sports knowledge? This is something I've been really grappling with as I I continue to kind of flounder. And I found a video that was trying to explain offsides in, like, simple illustrative (laughs) terms with, like, animation. And I watched it four times, and I still don't understand it. Um, And I don't understand how do people grasp the stuff so quickly and where do they where do they learn it there's no schools for this there's no community ed class i mean if there were i could probably sit down and you know study in a book and then take a test and do well but there <laughs> there is no such thing how do people glean their sports knowledge like their knowledge of the rules and all the basics
1: this this question actually makes me think of um <laughs> this is a really great metaphor that I'm about to use. It makes me think of how I felt because it's it's pretty similar about how I felt growing up in church because my family and me as a result, didn't go to church regularly. So every time I went to church, I was always confused by how everybody knew what to do hmm. and everybody knew what to say at the right times and do the right things, and I was never able to figure it out and there often didn't seem to be cues for the things. <gasps> So I was just like, it's just like everybody at the same time knows to do this thing, even though there was no instruction. And I've I've often felt that way about various sports, and football definitely comes to mind for yeah. me, where it just seems like everybody else just knows the things, and I, I don't understand them, and I don't know how everybody understands them, even even people who... I even people I know who maybe don't follow sports super closely um and I know they don't follow sports super closely still just know how football works, and I don't understand how they know how football right, works right.
0: Yeah. football's a especially complicated one that i will I will never feel like I understand, yeah I, well, I also find it again really tedious because they run and get knocked down and run yeah. and get knocked down
1: just just recently someone asked me. What our title meant. And I said, I don't know, it has something to do with football that apparently isn't super likely.
0: Yeah, that's my answer as well. When people ask. What our what?
1: What our show name?
2: What does third and 40 40 mean?
1: What does third and 40 mean?
2: (laughs) Oh, okay. What our title meant. Yeah, sorry. Okay. No, 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 not at all. Yeah. Um, No, and and when you talk about church, I wonder if it's um, ritual, because ritual. Really imprints on the brain. Not to state the obvious. So then I'm trying to apply that principle to sports. And is it is it growing up with a parent uh, that you identify with or want to bond with? Because I think about when I was deep into the Minnesota Vikings, and could cite statistics, and um, you know was going to marry Fran Tarkenton, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, it was a way of trying to bond with my father, who worked two jobs. But Sundays were his, in the the fall Mm -hmm. and winter, were his sitting in front of the TV, you know, and watching. Mm -hmm. So is that a piece of it? You are connected with
0: somebody? I mean, I think the only sport I've ever followed at all, ever, ever, or shown any interest in, is baseball. And I can't figure out how I learned how baseball is played. I think I just kind of watched enough games that you kinda of figure it out. And baseball has incredibly complicated rules and I still say the apparently really, really dumb things and um <laughs> have all sorts of misconceptions about how the game is played. Case in point, a couple months ago I was watching a game and I said to my spouse, Oh that outfielder just um, just did a sky catch. Um, <laughs> so that's an automatic out. But if it's an infielder that does the sky catch, it's not. And I thought Ben was going to, you know, like I, I couldn't get the face. I can't even, I can't recreate it. But
2: Okay, but why is that anymore? It's just language. Why is that any less, less effective uh, as a pop fly, I'm guessing. Well, no, it was just a, it was a hit. He was like,
0: Emily, it's just a hit. They're all called hits. And I was like, oh, it wasn't even a pop fly. It was just a hit, but he caught it before it bounced. And so I called it a sky catch because it (laughs) came from the sky. Because it was still in the air. Yeah. And Uh... then he said, pray tell, do you have names for other other catches? (laughs) And I said, why, yes. It's all made up in the first place. Right. I said if it bounced, it's obviously a bounce catch, Um, and that's not an out. Um, And if it rolls on the ground, then that's a bowler's catch.
1: Oh.
2: Is that a true thing or your No, this is my language. Yes.
1: Wow.
2: Which makes perfect sense to me. Do you remember what your first game was? How old you were? No. What your your on-ramp to it at all? No, I don't at all. But,
0: I I mean, I have a father and a brother who really love baseball, and so it must have just kind of... I don't know. It was a very East Coast thing to kind of follow. Or, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, maybe that's completely unrelated. But we didn't watch football. Uh, baseball was kind of what we yep. had in our household. And we didn't definitely didn't watch basketball, as you've heard from my knowledge of the Globetrotters. Um, <laughs> so, so I had all these misconceptions about baseball, even though I thought yeah.
1: I understood it. I think you're right, though, Mary Jo. I think I think a lot of it is just like. Either family or community that you just grow up in it. So it becomes kind of a way of life, just like religion often yeah. does for people. And then I do think there are also people who just have, you know, a, a predilection for sports and understanding what it means and how it works. Yes. And I just happen to, you know, I did actually have family who love sports and I still do. So I kind of grew up in it, but I never had the kind of basic understanding of it yeah, or interest yeah. in it. So it just never made its way to me. But I think you're right.
2: Right. And that makes me ask another question about because I think that's such a good question, Emily. So then is it is my response to not knowing anything about sports because I was so interested in other things? Mm-hmm. I was a reader. I liked to do plays and be with the dogs. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's a factor, too, that that is not my thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. You're obviously going to learn more about stuff that you're more drawn to. I just don't, I, you
0: know, I just don't understand people who are really into it where they, where they pick it all up. So I
1: think we're just not meant to understand.
0: So I think if we are ever to put together a website, I would like to have a running um, section called Sports for Nell. <laughs> <laughs> please, can we please? Because please, please. people like me need to, and I'll call myself Nell in this scenario. Okay.
1: For, for those of you who may be too young to get that <laughs> reference, Nell is a 1990, I'm going to say four, movie starring Jodie Foster, in which she plays a woman who uh, is lived in the woods on her own. Lived since, in the woods on her own. Since young. Yep. So she does not have a deep understanding of, of the ways of the world.
0: Well, that's who I am when it comes to most sports. Mm-hmm. Ditto. So, I feel you. I think they could be a great service for people. You
2: know. I'm in. Well, that's our show for today.
1: Wow, was that was that a lightning round? Is that what you called it?
2: Yeah, they don't always fit the
1: definition very well. <laughs>
2: yeah, I blabbed a lot for a lightning round. That was yeah, that's a that's what I was just storm. thinking. It was
1: a lightner lightning round in which a chatty which we, a chatty lightning It was round. like a really deep dive lightning round. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slow moving lightning.
0: <laughs> slow, slow, moving storm. Thank you, you. Thank, Thank you. you.